Hey guys, welcome to episode 28 of The Doctor and the Dork. This is Frank here with our co-hostess Olivia. Hello everybody. I have that so well practiced at this point. Yeah, that's your second week in a row getting it I the first try. I truthfully think we should start pre-recording the intro. You th- oh, we should just like merge it with AJ's intro music. Oh. But then we always say what number it is, so you can't that do that. That is true, yeah. Well, I don't know. Do we have oh, to announce it every the time? the weather outside is frightful. <laughs> Figured I'd kick us off with a Christmas trail <clears throat> to get us in the mood. That is right, folks. It is Christmas week. We got T-minus, three, what, three days? It's three, four, yeah. Yeah, three, four right days. Yeah, 72 hours, guys. Is today really Tuesday? Or are we recording yeah. this early? Okay. Yeah, it is Tuesday <laughs> guys, already. I'm all sorts of confused on the days of the week. Olivia is all kinds of distraught, guys. Yeah, I am distraught. <laughs> We've got, like... So let me ask you a question, those of you in a relationship. Are you the Grinch or are you the Cindy Lou trying to (laughs) promote the Christmas spirit? Because I am the Cindy Lou and I'm the Grinch. Frankie is a bit of a Grinch. I am am a grouch. I'm a Grinch. I'm over here baking cookies for the neighbors, trying to get in the holiday spirit and Frankie things. You know what he tells me? You know you didn't have to do that. I know I didn't have to bake cookies for the neighbors, but I wanted to. Oh, guys, she doesn't do this all year. And then out of nowhere, Listen, she's suddenly motivated. Come for one. I bake for you and some of the neighbors all year round. What? You didn't bake nothing for the neighbors. I bake Ed stuff all the time. And I baked Adele muffins or something one time and then never brought them over and threw them out. <laughs> You that's great. Sorry, Adele feels this. You should give Adele a wink to our pod. She'd Ooh. listen. So <laughs> she might call you with a few questions. She's but. gonna be mad. She's gonna be like, "Why did you bake me muffins and then not bring them over?" <laughs> All right, guys. So we didn't really have too much of a uh, a week in review, but um, Olivia, why don't you take us away? Because we well, have some good news. Oh, about our episode 30? Yes. So, exciting news, guys. We are going to have a guest on episode 30. Mm -hmm. Um, I would argue this guest is probably going to be our guestiest of guests so far. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be the most formal. Yeah, I don't... It might not, though. I look forward... Can we... Yeah, we can say. So, our guest... Uh, for episode 30 is going to be Don. Shout out, Don. Um, he's somebody I know from... Well, what's his last name? Because uh, he's a comedian, right? Maybe he doesn't want people to know. Oh, I'm going to see. I'm going to let him broach that topic. That's, a, that's true. So we're going to let Don... We'll, we'll fill him in with a few questions. He says he's also going to have some questions for us. Oh, so I, I like it. So I hope you're ready and on your toes. I'm so ready. The sound quality, guys, for that one might not be great because we're going to probably do it via Zoom. So Frankie and I will probably sound normal, but... I'm not sure how Don's going to sound. Uh, yeah, we, well, we'll practice this we're, before. We're going to we'll do a trial this week. Um, so, Speaking of, can I say one more thing? Yeah. Sorry the audio last week was pretty bad. I was podcasting from the couch and you could certainly tell. Well, you, we had pictures <laughs> on the Insta of you just <laughs> potatoing out. So, all right. Um, so we had some other exciting news. Um, we had our first official COVID scare. That's not the exciting part. <laughs> um, <laughs> the exciting part is we both tested negative. Yeah, that so was that's pretty cool. incredible. How did you like getting your nose swabbed? Um, that was like the most awkward thing. Yeah. Like, I wanted to sneeze so bad. The first nostril went fine, and then something happened with the second one. That she I was, was like, like, tickling my nostril in the wrong way, where I was just seriously ready to sneeze on her. And all I could think 
is I'm actually going to get punched in the face if I sneeze on someone getting tested if for COVID. If you're a nurse who's giving out those COVID tests, why don't you send an email to drandorgatgmail.com and tell us your funniest story so far. Like the nurse who took mine said she had she didn't have anybody who sneezed on her yet, but she did have one girl who just couldn't stop laughing the entire time she did it. Um, so what else? Oh, so since last week, guys, we've had two other changes to our lives. Um, one of them has been Olivia picking up the gym. I needed to go up to the gym. You know, it's just this time of year. It's. I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like I hit peak of summer. I'm feeling my best, looking my best. I'm in my best shape. And if I could just maintain that summer situation, then I'd be gold. Every year I'd be getting just so much more fit. But every year the same thing happens. I plummet. I go, I go back <laughs> into my winter norms. And then the same cycle continues, which is fine. So I used to be very gung-ho about working out during the winter. Yeah. Like that was my, I play video games and I weightlift and I don't do anything else. Yeah. And Are you feeling guilty now that I'm going to the gym and trying to run? Yeah. Now, uh, so this year I was like, well, I don't know. I just, I just wasn't feeling the gym this winter. Mm-hmm. I have been feeling the video games. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't been feeling the gym lately. And mm-hmm. now Olivia went and got a gym membership to the gym that I used to go to. Yeah, we have um, to wear a mask, which is definitely yeah, not the most fun. But that's working out with a mask on is. Let yeah. me tell you guys, though, I didn't rub it in his face too much earlier, but it's going to be wicked good to stick for the pod right now. But Frankie over here, Mr. Muscular, Mr. In Shape, I just about was even with him on our 200-meter row today. <laughs> and I know 2, he was... 2,000 meters. 2,000, whatever. I could tell you were, like, a little bit in disbelief and didn't think that I I couldn't believe it. Finished. I couldn't believe you were keeping up with me on that row. Yeah. I, I still don't believe it. I know. Like, I was like, he probably thinks my machine was right. I was like, I feel like she... I did get like a one minute head start while you were setting yours up. Oh, did you? Well, because I had already started rowing by the time you went over to oh. yours. So. Well, I came in better? at eight minutes and 48 seconds, I think I was think I time. just got, you know what I think the difference was? I got a little extra pull at the end because I would mm. lean back a little bit. Because I know you were pulling stronger. Because I'd look at your watts and you were always at 200 plus. Yeah. And I, I was, was like at 150 the whole time. Yeah, I was cranking it. But uh, if you're a member of a crew team, why don't you send us an email and let us know your tips and tricks? Yeah, that'd be nice to know because I had a buddy while I was in the service that he was a really good rower and I was just, prote- I was perpetually dumbfounded yeah. how he was just, I mean, he was tall and lanky, don't get me wrong, like yeah. he, he had the build for it. Yeah. It was just, I couldn't fathom a good rower. Mm. Like just the idea of someone being good at yeah, rowing. Like just, well, it's kind of like yeah. a good swimmer. Yeah, I guess it's, yeah. Anybody could beat me in swimming. I am the worst swimmer. I am, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm slow, but I won't sink. You could go for a while. Yeah, I won't sink. I can I'll... tread water, but I can't swim fast. I get yeah. tired quick. No. Um, all right, so other than that, we had a giant snowstorm hit the Northeast. You guys are all aware of it. Basically, anyone living in the North you is aware know. of it. don't know. We could have some listeners in California or maybe Spain. Spain. Hola, really? como estas? Uh, I think it's donde esta. <laughs> where are you? Oh, yeah, where are you, Olivia? Ay, ay, ay. You're in Connecticut. Oy <laughs> um, all right, so uh, we had a giant snowstorm, and while we were snowed in, we decided that we would start doing puzzles. We've already been doing puzzles for the last two podcasts. Have we? 
Are you for real? I am very for real. Did we talk about this in the last We've five? talked about it in the last two podcasts. Have we? Oh my God, guys. I'm losing my mind. He wrote down puzzles on the list tonight, like thinking he was wicked cool bringing <laughs> it up. I thought it was so ingenious. So, um, But we've definitely puzzled more. Yeah. So we week. have three complete puzzles and we had bought two new ones. Yeah. And so we comp- we had what? Four total and then we yeah. bought two more. Yeah. So we have two old ones and a, a new one still to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're just kind of collecting them now. Yeah. We're gluing them together and just... Do you want to buy one? What? I'm not trying to sell my puzzle collection. You aren't? No. Oh, you know what else I didn't write down on the list? I have picked up knitting. Oh, yeah, Well, like, true. I already knew how to knit, but... And you know what? I tried to do, like, this fancy pattern on my scarf, and truthfully, I think I would have liked it better if I just did plain knit all the way through, which also would have been faster. <laughs> and last night, I seriously considered just unraveling the whole thing and started it over, but I was like, nope. No way. Came this far. Oh, so. All right. Um, I think that's all we have for our week in review. Didn't you want to talk about our wines? Ah, we are sipping on some drinks tonight. Okay. So We uh, sipped on this one last podcast, too. Did we, Time Waits? Did you have a stroke during the last podcast? I might have suffered from yeah, I don't think you, you didn't give a full evaluation in the name of it. Mm, all right. So, guys, um, this week I am drinking Time Waits for No One. Um, it is a... Monos- I'm going to butcher this. It's a monastrel. Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's got no <laughs> idea. She didn't even have to attempt it. It's oak-aged. Um, I picked it up uh, from a... So I picked it up from a smaller store. And uh, this gentleman... I got duped, guys. So the gentleman that runs the store... I asked him and I went, hey. I can't believe you don't remember telling your story last week. Did I really? I have. Oh my God. I'm having. Maybe people didn't listen to the last That's okay. Anyway, I got duped. I was looking for a sweet wine and this is about the Sahara Desert level of dry. Yeah, the least sweet. It's It's, very smooth. I'll give it that It's smooth, but it is dry. Yeah. And uh, here I am a week later still drinking it because you know it's obviously that the interesting thing about dry wines is, is like usually you say dry to describe like something that's just not sweet. Mm. But I find that dry wines literally make my mouth dry after I drink mm. them. You know what I mean? Like the finish is dry. Having just taken a swig of it, <laughs> yeah. I can agree. Yes. Okay, guys. So what do you got going on over there? I'll share with you my wine. My wine's more of a rosé color. Um, It's by a company called Oliver that I'd never heard before. And it is a blueberry Moscato. So that's where we are with that. When I think of Moscatos, I think of my friend Colin from Danielle and Colin. Colin, there's no way you're listening to this podcast, but if you are... Shout out. <laughs> Shout to out. To that time you drank God. too much Moscato and died. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got. You want my review of it? Yeah. How, how do you think it is? Um, it tastes like pretty much any cheap Moscato does. <laughs> Sweet with like a kind of questionable aftertaste. So would you recommend giving it as a gift? No. No, I'd say it was a good choice that I decided to drink. <laughs> <laughs> the The... That is the decision with alcohol <laughs> for a gift, isn't that, guys? That's yeah. the Do you drink it and buy another one? Because you got to know if it's well, a good one. Wines are so tricky because unlike, I'd say, most hard liquors, <clears throat> you can get a good bottle of wine for a reasonable price. Oh, yeah. Like, a more expensive wine doesn't necessarily mean a better tasting The problem wine. is, though, so I encountered this while I was in California, yeah. right? 
and they have very expensive wines out there that are mm-hmm. worth the money mm-hmm. and if you can Afford. I guess if you have the palate for it. Okay, yeah. Um, which me, I didn't. I was now I was out there just shotgunning yeah, tasters. Looking, looking you know? to get a little buzzed. So, but what I found after talking to a few of the people that work at the vineyards is, mm-hmm. if you know your wines, then mm-hmm. you'll know a lot of the vineyards, and you'll mm-hmm. know, oh hey, this vineyard had a great year, and their Moscato is oh, really I good, see. or yeah. their Cab is really good, yeah. or you know, it, you'll know like the years. Apparently, there's like a lot to this. Mm. And it sounds like the bougiest thing ever, taking the time to learn what years, what vine, you know, vineyards yeah, I, make good wines. I don't think I'm ever going to reach that level. No, no. But there are people like that. that there there yeah. are people at that level. I wouldn't mind having a friend or two that's like that. No, that'd be really good to have. You know, just to sift through the information for me. But, uh, yeah, I just... I didn't. I never realized wine was like such a, a crazy thing. Mm. I shouldn't even say crazy. It's such like a um, a hobby thing. I guess I would call it. Mm. So I never realized that though until I went out to California. Like, and now it makes me think like Europe. Like there mm. must be some serious wine snobs out there. Yeah, that's probably true. Because yeah, here we are drinking our eight dollar bottles of wine. <laughs> Literally, um, I feel like. We're just, we wanted to like have a little fun conversation, guys, in the front half here because we have less than usual to talk about. And Frankie's always concerned that we we need to spice up the podcast with something different. Guys, if you have any ideas about what we should be doing for the pod, tell them the email. Um, the doctor and <laughs> doctor and dork at gmail.com. Damn, got it. I always got I, I always try and throw the in there, so it's doctor and dork at gmail.com now tell me can they abbreviate doctors dr um no you have to spell the whole thing out because olivia messed up our our handle (laughs) you consented to this handle number two why don't you spell it out for him d-o-c-t-o-r (laughs) a-n-d-d-o-r oh i thought you wanted doctor (laughs) i just wanted you to do it you always make fun of me when i try Uh, to spell it um, but I figured maybe it'd be fun to talk about some Christmas traditions since it's Christmas week. And the first one I will ask you about is, did Santa Claus always bring you a stocking? Like, would he stuff a stocking full of little gifts? Um, my, if by Santa you mean my parents, then yes. There might be children listening. Oh. Just ruined the holidays for I everyone. just ruined the holidays. <laughs> you better not let Sully listen. <laughs> better text your mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, Miss Costa. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I always got a stocking every year. Um, it was always full of, like, candy or cologne yeah. or, you know, like, a, a yeah. little, little tiny turn in chapstick. That was the big one was yeah. chapstick. Do they still give you chapstick? Um, no, I think my mom gets chapstick oh. mostly at this point. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, so what, what was the... Uh, was there like any present traditions for you? Was it always um, stockings? Yeah, that's what I thought of was just the stocking. Aya has like handmade stockings for all the kids and they have like our names stitched into the top of them and oh. they're like big stockings so you can fit a lot of stuff in those oh, stockings. Oh, so you can so. put like presents It's like stock. honestly I think it takes more time to open up the stocking than it takes to open up the rest of the big gifts. Wow. Yeah, so that's always pretty nice. Yeah, my, uh, my grandparents used to do that too. Yeah. Um... But no, I think the only other like Christmas tradition we ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'll say there were two. Okay. Um, and one of them is Christmas Eve. 
Mm-hmm. We do a uh, a family gathering with the grandparents, aunts, and you know my aunt and mm-hmm. uncle and cousins, and we do a, a present exchange then. Mm-hmm. Um, though the past few years, I think partly on my behalf, we've had to do this on yeah. like the weekend before or yeah. a couple weeks before or after, and uh-huh. um, yeah, I, I throw I, I I hope it's not just for me, but I have I have an inkling it's usually me because <laughs> my family's like, hey, Frankie's not gonna be around for Christmas. And then what would you do on actual Christmas? Um, my parents and I, specifically my father and I, yeah. would watch um was it a Christmas story. Oh, really? Which is played guys. I'm learning on something new about Frankie. So I love the Christmas story. Yeah. Movie. Um, yeah, it's up there with Die Hard for me. Mm. Um, and Harry Potter. Mm. Um, and I don't then, think uh, Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. Harry, they literally have Christmas in every single movie, mm. except for like the final one, and even then, it's only in one part. All right, continue. <laughs> Go ahead and fact check me here. They have Christmas. They have some form of holiday in every Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing. Uh, oh yeah, I was going back to a Christmas story there. Um, but yeah, my father and I would watch the Christmas story, like, literally on rerun. It would just be playing all day. Yeah, no, for my family, we also would do, like, a Christmas Eve gathering with, like, the extended family. And then Christmas Day, usually, it was just, like, being the biggest bums and lying around the house. Usually, mom would make some, like, overnight French toast. And then... What's overnight French toast? It's really delicious, actually. I wish I could make it as good as her. But you get, like, some of that good, good Italian bread, and you break it up into a bunch of pieces, and you basically make the French toast, but you let it sit overnight. So all the cinnamon and vanilla goodness really seeps into the bread, and then you bake it in the morning. Mm. And it's just so delicious. That actually sounds amazing. It was very good. Hmm. Um, Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, give me your top two Christmas movies. My top two Christmas movies. <clears throat> yes. Um, I'd this say should top be three. easy, don't you think? Um, well, you can even do a top three if you, if it's hard. To... I, the Polar Express is just my favorite for sure. Have well, I know you. have I know it, the remix. The, you bring this up the every Polar time. Express dub edition, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also, I'm going to be end up forgetting something that's better, but, um, the year without Santa Claus, it's like this seventies cartoon ish thing. Oh, that's that wasn't even cartoons. That was the, uh, like puppets or something. I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, they had like the little miniature figurines and I, I want to call it claymation, Yeah, but it's not claymation. It's like Dalmatian. Yeah. Not um, like the dog, but. <laughs> but I like that one. I, my favorite part of that one's with the heat miser and the icicle guy and. Mm. Um, they have their little song. Those are probably my favorite too. Every year, I always think I'm gonna really love Elf, and then I watch it, and like, it's good. I just think it's pretty like over, overplayed. Yeah. yeah. Will Ferrell is hilarious in it, though. Yeah. What are your favorite three Christmas movies? Maybe I'll swing them on over to mine. Oh, I already told you. It's gonna oh, be oh, yeah. A Christmas Story, Die Hard, and literally, I'll even I'll even go so far as to say the very first Harry Potter. Because the Christmas scene in that one was just majestic. You don't like the Grinch? Um, I don't like, uh, what's his name? Carrie there? Uh, oh, yeah. Jim Carrey? Yeah, Jim Carrey. I don't like him as the Grinch. I like the old animated one. Yeah. That one wasn't bad. Yeah. But if we're talking my top three, it's yeah, going it to be. Yeah, make the cut. Yeah, I'm going to say A Christmas Story, followed up by one of the Harry Potters, and then Die Hard. What about, do you like the movie Home Alone? I do like Home Alone. That's another that very good Christmas movie. I think that one's another overrated one. Um, 
<clears throat> I actually don't like a, I don't like a lot of the people ones, I guess. Like the mm, you like the animated and, ones? Yeah, it just feels more I don't know, I think it makes me feel like I'm a kid mm. again. Do you remember the uh I I don't remember the name of the movie. It's like Tell they me. had the mountain man and it was it was Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. With you know Oh the Santa, Yeti? Yeah, you had the Yeti The Abominable had, Snowman. You had the Was m- it the Misfit Toys? The no, island no, no. of the Misfit Toys? Oh. No, the one I'm thinking of has a Yeti, but there's a mountain man. Who comes and like kills the Yeti or something? It's something wild. <laughs> I vaguely know what you're talking about, um, but I can't. But yeah, it's it. all like that same claymation yeah. style. I don't know why I love those. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys, let's get I into our. I suppose we can actually start. Now. <laughs> yeah, we can do our. our do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Um, I'll go first. I'll, okay. I'll keep this going. Right. So, guys. Um, yes, Frankie. We have the ultimate blending of fast food. This is the most ridiculous thing. It's to the most amazing thing. <laughs> we have the ultimate blending of fast food and gaming coming to us in 2021, guys. Hashtag America. So, yeah, so pretty tell much. Tell me there's anything more American <laughs> than this. So, guys, KFC, you heard me right, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm is coming out with a gaming computer Tell specifically me, it, a mini gaming is it computer finger licking good it is in fact <laughs> finger licking good so they're teaming up with some gaming computer or gaming um um Program? company company uh it's like uh was like master cooler or something uh, or don't cooler look at me master. i don't know, I don't know. neither say guys you can look this up it's literally called the kfc console and it's a mini computer. It's red and black, and it has a drawer that so as the uh, computer vents um, its heat off the heat sink, it heats up your chicken. You heard me right. It has a chicken drawer to heat your chicken and keep it warm for prolonged periods of time. Are you telling me next year that's what you want for Christmas? I'm telling you, I don't even want that for Christmas. I want that for my birthday. Okay, like, done. <laughs> know what I'm getting you for your birthday. Um. But yeah, guys, it's, uh, I, you know what? I can't wait to see what Taco Bell rolls out or I can't McDonald's. can't wait to see how much money. Yo, I bet it works better than Cyberpunk 2077 did, though. Oh, my God. That, so, yeah, that is, uh, so, yeah, guys, KFC is making a, a mini computer for gaming. Next, um, guys, so, tis the season. Too PlayStation too. and Microsoft are both running their own, uh, massive sales right now. There's all kinds of holiday oh, sales. so you're gonna buy us that two-player game? Um, I was thinking about it. Yeah, you should. So, there is literally, like, I think it's close to, like, 60 different games that they are, have, like, 80% off right now. Wow. Um, so if you guys log into your PlayStation Store, you'll see that. Xbox has something similar running. Is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 80% off? No, I don't even think that's on there. Boom. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what? No, it's Pretty not. sure. Mm, I'll double check. Okay. But, uh, so... You can buy so it for me for Christmas. That, uh... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um... So Xbox, the other big thing for them is they're running their pass um, for $31, apparently. A you month? can get their ultimate pass. No, for a year. Oh. And uh, apparently it gives you access to all their stuff. But you don't then, when the gear's up, you don't have access anymore. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Spotify. You kind of yeah, exactly. got access to the music, but like it's not really yours. Yeah. I see. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, the cool, next thing... Deal. I kind of wanted to go over was uh, some of the best games of 2020. Now, these aren't going to be all the games. These are just going to be the ones that I kind of cherry-picked that interest me the most. 
And then I'm going to ask you guys if anyone wants to call us or text us if you know us. Or uh, email us at drandork at gmail.com. Look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want your opinion as to what I should buy next for my next, uh, I guess, really okay. in-depth game. I'll let you know. So what we have is The Last of Us 2, mm. which if you're a gamer, you know The Last of Us 1 was considered the best game of all time. Um and this, uh, the edition did great justice to the series. It was a fantastic edition. It got great reviews. Um, the story, the graphics, the gameplay it was all fantastic. They did ev- everything they should have done. They took a great game and they kept it going. Mm. They didn't try and mix it up, mm. which is the, I'm happy to hear that. The next one would be Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Final Fantasy VII was groundbreaking as a whole for its graphics. Um, the whole game in general was just everything to rave about. Mm. And they remastered it, and it was fantastic. Wow. Um, so I'm contemplating picking that. That's a game you could sink several hundred hours into. Mm. Um, the next one would be Spider-Man Miles Morales, guys. Um, this is the newest Spider-Man game. It's really for next-gen console, but they have it for um, the PS4 and the old, the old, you know, the old Sony and old Xbox. And uh, yeah, it's supposed to be fantastic. Uh, I ca- I'm kind of interested in grabbing it because I remember one of my first games ever was a Spider-Man yeah, game. So it's like action and it was like yeah, it was back on the PS2, and it mm. was. Like, the worst game ever, but I, I remember having so much fun with it. I feel that. Um, next would be Doom and Doom Eternal. Well, I guess it's technically Doom Eternal because that came out this year. I probably don't get that one. Um, Doom is fantastic. Mm. It's basically the most gory, violent game you can oh, imagine. No. And it's just loads of fun running through hell, killing all kinds of demons. and no It's good. a lot of fun. Um, next would be Ghost of Tsushima, which uh, which I probably just butchered that, but um, that comes from uh, the same You've people who talked about made... this before. Have I? Because I say Ghost of Sushi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm contemplating picking that up with, uh, you know, it's like extended edition, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you should probably get that one since you've talked about it. I have, and. Uh, well, I kind of want it for next gen console, yeah, which well, I'm still you're debating. Never gonna get yeah, the I know. I'm never getting a so. PS5. <laughs> um, but it was a fantastic game. Um, again, it was, and it's playable. Unlike Dark Souls, which I would argue is very unplayable unless you're mm. very into that, yeah. you could pick up Ghost of Tsushima and right. actually play. Enjoy it. Yeah, whereas Dark Souls, you're going to die a thousand times before, before you, you get it. Yeah, before yeah. you finally figure it out. I see. Um, and the last game is one that Olivia and I have, can both get behind. Um, we don't have to pay for it. It's entirely free, and it's a whole lot of fun. It's just good, honest fun. Fall Guys. Um, I can't say enough good things about this game. It's colorful. It's exciting. It's kid-friendly. It's competitive for adults. It's like hard to be in a bad mood if you're it, playing it Fall just, Guys. The music, the graphics, the gameplay, everything about it is just a lot of fun. It's like when you think of just classic good video game, that's what you think And of. it's basically you have this little meme character and you're doing... If you guys have seen the show Wipeout, it's basically Wipeout for video games. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Olivia here even got into it for a while. Yeah, I could pick it back up. And 
Yeah, I'm debating what I really want to sink into for my next game because I'm kind of tired of Smite. Yeah, it's, I'm uh... tired of watching you play Smite, so I'm glad <laughs> we're on the same page there. Well, good. If there was a better game than Smite, <laughs> I would play it. Um, there's plenty of better games. It's just, you know, I have people to play with on Smite yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, but all right, that's my segment, guys. We made it, troops. I know. Take <laughs> right. it away, Olivia. All right. I got a rel- relatively short segment today. First, I was just going to touch on the coronavirus vaccine. As I'm sure you guys have heard, Moderna has now gotten theirs approved um, slash emergency use authorized. Um, Dr. Fauci just got that. He did. He just got this one. Yeah, they've already been shipping <clears throat> stuff out. They, too, have been saying they should be able to <clears throat> produce about 20 million doses a month. Um Finally, I was able to find the actual documents they submitted to the FDA, both Moderna and Pfizer. Um, Because I was interested, I know I told you guys last week that Pfizer's vaccine had about an 82% efficacy if you only got one dose. And then I was reading like other things otherwhere that I was like, oh boy, I'm going to have to go tell my listeners that was a lie. But nope, I read the documents they submitted to the FDA. Maybe the FDA, when they did their own independent analysis, they found something different, but... Anywho, Moderna's is 80.4. So once again, like, still pretty good for just one dose while you're waiting on the second dose. Yeah, I think uh, Moderna's the better vaccine. I don't know what you're basing that off of. I'm basing that off of it doesn't need to be stored at negative 80. Yeah, that's true. It's got more reasonable storage um, I based it off of, like, user-friendliness here. Yeah. Because I'm not going to understand anything that goes into it. Yeah. And at baseline, if I don't need to store it at negative 80... Mm-hmm. Then I don't need special moving trucks yeah. to transport it. Yeah. I don't need special coolers. I don't need 8 million hospitals or, you know, however many thousands yeah. of hospitals to all get their own in negative. Who yeah. has a negative 80 cooler? That's Not, such, well, new people do now, but they you, didn't You know who, used to, who would have that? Basically only the major, like the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd, that'd be it. That'd be like the Mayo Clinic. No, it is pretty wild. Um, I know people are going to eventually end up asking like, well, if I got Pfizer's vaccine for my first dose, can I get Moderna's vaccine for my mm. second dose? And I was reading through Moderna's report and I was like, as a note, like we do not know how our dosing schedule could be used with another type of mm. vaccine. So unlikely is what I'm saying now. So can I caveat that again? Sure. I'm sorry to keep jumping into your segment here. Oh, I love um, it. So I I brought this up to you before, and you were looked like you were ready to whack me in the head. I would never. Um, so once you have the vaccine, yeah. has, has anybody said anything? Like, once you get a vaccine, do I need to wear a mask? Like, is this a thing? Do I get a badge that says, hey, I'm COVID proof? Well, like, number one... Yeah, you're still going to have to wear a mask. Number two, you you would need two doses before you could even try to make that argument. Yeah. Number three, the best like explanation I can give as to why you would need to wear a mask, and I think this will lead into a future question you're going to ask, is that like if only if some people are vaccinated against and some people are not, then what can happen is that like the virus can go and like mutate in somebody else and you can still get it. Even more so, the virus can go in you and you can mutate it because your body's essentially selecting for... You have certain things built up against certain strains where you don't might not have it built up against every strain. Mm, Okay. And you're right. That does lead into my last question. Yeah. Um, So that is interesting, though. Sorry. It's just interesting that it can mutate faster 
then the vaccine gets put out. Yeah, so you're going to ask about this new strain that's in the yes. UK. And I tried to do some digging on this because, like, it would be an easy question if it was, like, for <clears> the flu vaccine. So most flu vaccines have four different strains of the virus in it. Okay. Um, And that's why it's called the quadrivalent vaccine, since so for those four different strains. Now, it's different, as you may or may not have heard, in which I honestly cannot give a lot of detail about, is that these coronavirus vaccines, rather than being made off of DNA, they're based off of messenger RNA. Which, isn't that the spiky thing on, like, the picture of the... Um, I know what you're talking about, but no. No? So the messenger RNA basically is like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example of like, so say you got a new chair and you have the instruction packet on how to build it. That would be the messenger RNA. Like these are the instructions Mm. to build the chair. And then once the chair is actually built, that's your DNA. Okay. So that's like the hard proof. So what's happening in uh, the way I understand it is that the messenger RNA of the virus is going into you and your body is working to basically figure out what the DNA of the virus would be and protect mm. against that. Now, because of that, like when they build, make the flu vaccine, they specify four different strains and they use the DNA of those four different strains. Since we're using like the step before that, I don't know if there's specific RNA for each of those strains mm. or if just one now, covers them all. Wasn't there like, there were reports of another strain kicking around like in other parts of the world, right? Well, there... I remember one from way earlier this year. Probably. That people were saying there was like, it was a more... Um, Aggressive or something? No, I, I guess I want to call it virulent. Oh, like yeah, it, like it, it spread more? Yeah, it spread faster but was far less harmful. Mm. Um Again, uh, guys, I'm not a doctor here. I'm just t- I'm just parroting shit that I've. Read, I would say but... <laughs> more than likely the vaccine is gonna do its job. Um, they have said that like there's no evidence to say whether it will or won't. The other thing they this is why what I really don't get from the little bit of research I've done about this new strain mm-hmm. is that they really keep freaking out about it. But then I read like a UK statement where they say there's no evidence that it is or is not more lethal than the other strains, and there's no evidence that it is or is not more contagious than the other strains. So why news... why is everybody freaking out about? It? I don't know. They well, just no, you... no, no. There, I've seen several news articles that were already saying. Saying that it was more contagious. I don't. I now if the I don't I know. I also if have seen that. Yeah, I would say I I don't know if they're backed by anything because I don't understand anything in the article. Yeah, but. no. The interview that I read with some actual scientists from the UK was basically like we don't have any science to prove this or not. Mm. The interesting thing about the UK is that every or a lot of the samples they're getting from people who test positive from coronavirus, they're actually going through and they're sequencing and identifying what strain of the coronavirus it is. Oh. So that's how they know this. Whereas the U.S. were doing that in a much smaller percentage of patients. So it'd be okay. harder for us to realize that a new strain is there. Well, we also have like 10 times their population. That's true, yeah. so <laughs> Even if I we suppose... do a smaller percentage, it's <laughs> probably still going to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I'm sure our small percent is probably keeping up with what they're actually doing. Um, but long story short, I don't really understand everything about the vaccine and 
So we're going to chalk it up to gnomes and witchcraft. Yeah, I think, <laughs> why does everybody just get the vaccine and then we can worry about it? Yeah, we can worry about it after there's yeah. not COVID shutting. As soon as I can go to the gym without a mask on, <laughs> then I'll start questioning we'll be in this. Good shape. Yeah. yeah. No, but to answer one of your questions from earlier, I think, I don't know what the threshold is, but once <laughs> X percent of the population is vaccinated, then we'll be able to go without masks. Yeah, I, I, I guess now that there's a vaccine, now that there's mm-hmm. two vaccines. Yeah. Like, the next logical question is, where do we go from here? And the only thing I can think of is you vaccinate everybody. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not talking the world. I'm talking America. You vaccinate America. Uh-huh. Um, the rest of the world will get their vaccine. You know, I'm sure global yeah. politics, whatever. Okay. Um, But what I'm getting at is, I haven't heard a solid plan yet of what comes next. Like, do we get? Do, do we keep wearing well, masks for the next I two years? I think the reason you haven't seen any of that is because... Everyone's too hesitant to say anything or? No, it's because until we, clinical trials are great because you're working with best case scenario, you're able to control for so many things, but that's not what's going to happen in the real world. Mm. In the real world, people are not going to get their doses exactly 21 and 28 days apart. In the Mm. real world, patients, a nurse might only inject two milliliters when you needed to get the full three milliliters. So what they're going to need to see is how effective is it actually once we start deploying Mm. these vaccines. You know what I mean? Like, are the rates of hospitalization actually dropping? Like, are less people getting infected? Because if not, we're probably going to wear the mask forever. Yeah, that's... (laughs) I mean, let's be realistic here. You go to a place like China... And uh, the smog problem yeah, was so true. bad over there. They were already wearing masks. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that wasn't a change of lifestyle. I just, I can't imagine living with a mask for the rest of my life. Well, I just, you I, know we'll be the last generation that really ever knew life before masks. That's a oh terrible thought to That's think a, about. Oh, Let us move along. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make my last two quick. They are pretty quick. Anyway, um, one, I was on this random website and found this which i'll look more into for future but i read that amodium or lepermide which is an anti-diarrheal drug has been found in cell cultures to help kill glioblastomas which are like the cells that cause spinal and brain cancers oh so isn't that interesting all the amodium i've been eating you're gonna, good you're not gonna get they, brain cancers but i got it yeah. <laughs> um so they haven't done any actual clinical or even preclinical trials but when they look at cells in the lab they're they're finding that so that could be a pretty cool new way so amodium is uh turning out to be a win-win yeah mm. right you're not gonna poop your pants or get brain cancer. And the last one I quickly read, actually, while I was upstairs, and you can tell me if you read this. Did you see that the U.S. is suing Walmart for their plight in the opioid epidemic? No, I did yeah, not. Yeah, the see Trump that. administration is actually suing them, and they're saying that despite pharmacists putting red <clears> flags <throat> out to administrators that there were too many opioids being prescribed by certain doctors, that they ignored those signals and just said basically keep filling the scripts. Well, didn't um, we'll have to look up more into this, but I'm pretty sure the family that's like in charge of that whatever yeah. the the whole opioid crisis yeah. that got sued. Yeah, they got so um, much money. Well, they got sued for a bunch of money, but they're basically just paying out and how it pandered out. Because NPR, I remember, was talking about this. Mm. And how it ended up panning out is they don't have to admit fault at all. They're not like they Mm. basically said, hey, we'll pay out like a few billion dollars. We're not saying it's our fault. But it's not our fault. And no, no. Which 
I get, I, which is crazy to me because if you're paying out like money. It'd be like going to jail but saying you're innocent. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'll go to jail, but I'm it's innocent. Like, okay, I'll pay your fine, but I'm innocent. Like, yeah. well, you wouldn't be paying a fine if you were innocent. Like, no, that whole si- I have a lot of mixed feelings about that whole situation, but it's very interesting. We can get into that another pod. Yeah. Maybe we can right. ask Don about it. Yeah, we can. You might know a little something. You might have an opinion. Hey, Don, can't wait to see you in a couple episodes. He also might not want to give his um, biased opinions on the podcast. Ah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Um, But yeah, I think that's all we got. This is going to be a really long podcast. I know. This ended up being a lot more fun. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, uh, have a fantastic Christmas. We'll yeah. talk to you before New Year's. Right? Will we? Um. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have one because then the one after is the, the yeah. Thing. Yeah. So we'll talk to you before New Year's. Maybe guys. we'll bring up our New Year's resolutions with you guys Ooh. next week. But all right, that's all I got. How about you, babe? That's all I got. All right. Bye, everybody. Later.